It's Thursday, July 28th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Federal Reserve continued a sprint to reverse its easy money policies by approving another unusually large interest rate increase and signaling more rises were likely coming to combat inflation that is running at a 40-year high. Officials agreed unanimously Wednesday to lift their benchmark federal funds rate to a range between 2.25% and 2.5%. Markets rallied after the meeting because Fed Chairman Jerome Powell offered fewer specifics about the magnitude of upcoming rate raises and hinted at an eventual slowdown. The S&P 500 gained 2.6% to close at 4,023. Mr. Powell said Wednesday it was too soon to say whether the Fed would dial down the size of its rate increases to a half percentage point at its next meeting in September. In other news, Senator Joe Manchin agreed to back a package aimed at lowering carbon emissions and curbing health care costs while raising corporate taxes, marking a stunning revival of core pieces of President Biden's economic and climate agenda that the West Virginia Democrat had seemingly killed earlier this month. The deal would raise roughly $739 billion, with much of the revenue coming from a 15% corporate minimum tax and enhanced tax enforcement efforts at the Internal Revenue Service, as well as projected savings from allowing Medicare to negotiate some prescription drug prices. Of that new revenue, roughly $369 billion would be spent on climate and energy programs, with another $64 billion dedicated to extending health care subsidies for three years for some Affordable Care Act users. The bill would dedicate the rest of the new revenue toward reducing the deficit. Around the world, Ukrainian troops used American-supplied precision rocket launchers to knock out a strategic bridge used by Russia to supply its forces in southern Ukraine's occupied Kherson region, officials said Wednesday. Ukraine also claimed to have destroyed an enemy ammunition depot, artillery pieces, and other military equipment in the region, killing 51 members of the Russian army. There was no immediate confirmation from the Russian side. The Antonivsky Bridge over the Dnieper River was attacked late Tuesday, according to Kirill Stemovsov, deputy head of the Moscow-appointed administration for the Kherson region. The bridge was left standing, but holes in its deck prevented vehicles from crossing. After previous Ukrainian attacks damaged the bridge last week, it was closed to trucks, but it had remained open for passenger vehicles until the latest strike. Russian forces in recent days have intensified their shelling of cities and villages in eastern Ukraine, while also stepping up airstrikes in the south. Back in the U.S., the Senate on Wednesday approved a $280 billion bill aimed at boosting the semiconductor industry, crucial to modern technology, in a bipartisan embrace of expanding U.S. industrial policy to counter the competitive threat posed by China. The vote reflected growing concern in both parties that the U.S. lacks a long-term response to Beijing's technological and economic rise, a view galvanized when the COVID-19 pandemic disrupted chip supplies from Asia with fallout across major industries. The Chips and Science Act of 2022 would spend $52.7 billion on direct financial assistance for the construction and expansion of semiconductor manufacturing facilities while adding $24 billion in tax incentives and other provisions. The bill was approved 64-33, to 
with 17 Republicans joining a nearly unanimous Democratic caucus in favor. And U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said on Wednesday that the U.S. had made a substantial proposal to free women's basketball star Brittany Griner and another American, Paul Whelan, from Russian detention, but the overture has not been accepted. The U.S. offered to release Russian arms dealer Victor Bout in order to secure the freedom of Ms. Greiner and Mr. Whelan, according to people familiar with the matter. Ms. Greiner's trial had long been expected to preface intensified efforts by the U.S. to negotiate her release at a time of historically tense relations between the two superpowered nations. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thanks for listening.